Does like Apollo's studio enhance Federation? Is there tooling and products around Federation that people can like kind of offload to you, you all to kind of figure out for them? Yeah, absolutely. So we have managed Federation, which coordinates the deployment of a federated graph. Obviously, when you're introducing a distributed architecture, there's a little bit of added complexity. And so the Apollo Schema Registry helps you coordinate those deploys so there's no downtime. There's also a, a lot of really great like CI, CD features, like composition checks before you deploy your code to production. You can actually see how you know one schema change will kind of affect the overall graph by like running checks against your production graphs traffic. And so uh, we have a lot of other more exciting features planned. You're able to within Explorer like see query plans within Explorer, which is kind of how Federation like breaks up your query and distributes it to different parts of the graph, which I think is really cool. We're also going to be, you know, introducing later this year, just like more simple ways to get up and running with Federation. At Summit last year, we also introduced the Rust router. And so Federation it's still, you know, in preview mode, but previously we had the JavaScript gateway, which still works really well. We have a number of uh, large enterprises using it in production, but it's JavaScript. It's single threaded, right? So there's kind of, you know, you have to, you know, scale it horizontally in certain ways. The Rust router is like incredibly fast uh, and performant and, you know, relies kind of on Rust and, and it's multi-threaded nature to, to make really great things happen. So I'm very excited for the Rust router to be stable this year and to get it in developers' hands because I think it's really going to change the game for how they deploy and build federated graphs. It's fantastic to see that you keep investing in this and so many people use it. It just keeps getting better. Uh, one thing I'm also really curious about is how, how does Apollo think about open source work, right? Obviously, like you said, we mentioned all of the many different open source projects that you all maintain and, and, and community contributions you all make. How does that work inside of the company? There can often be a little bit of tension between the maybe commercial side of the company and the open source side of the company. How have you all solved that as an organization? Yeah, I think that's a, a great question. And honestly, I don't think any one company has like solved it. I think we navigate that tension really well at Apollo and it allows us to have really healthy discourse and debate, which I appreciate. But, you know, honestly, I think it all comes back to like, we got our start, like our roots are in open source. Before Apollo was a company, we were an open source project and community. And today we have dozens of open source projects that we continue to maintain. So I think just across the board, everyone understands how important open source is to our success as a company. And, you know, most of our enterprise leads come out of the Apollo community. Maybe they kind of, you know, started building something small and it really took off in their organization. And then, you know, then they eventually become enterprise customers. And so just, I think that focus on building long-term relationships, making sure that every developer who interacts with the Apollo community has a positive impression of Apollo is ultimately like what we're all here to do. Yeah, Gatsby, we're still trying to figure out the push and pull between open source and commercial, you know? And I think that's that's always there as long as people are making the right decision for the customer or the, the user at the end of the day. Speaking of these users, I'm really impressed with how Apollo educates their new coming users. I recall seeing 
seeing something called the Apollo Odyssey in the tutorial, which seemed like the longest, like a like a nice journey to take from going to zero to hero with with Apollo. Could you kind of explain like how that product came about and the intentions and you know all the like? Yeah, so I think I'll just kind of start like a year ago where we were on this journey. We saw a real need in the GraphQL community to have like one happy path for developers to learn how to build a graph. There's so many great resources out there and so many tools, but it's sometimes really hard to like put the pieces together and figure out like what you should learn when. So we decided to build our own learning platform called Odyssey. And what's really unique and cool about Odyssey is no matter what type of learner you are, Odyssey has you covered. So we have these really awesome short form, like snappy, you know, two to three minute videos. Then we have like the script underneath with the text explaining what's in the the video with really rich diagrams. We also have uh, code challenges that the learners will complete along the way and get instant feedback about their solutions. And so it really kind of tests your skills and your knowledge like from every angle. And since its release, we've launched five courses, one GraphQL certification that you get for completing all five courses, and we've just seen it completely take off in the the GraphQL community. It's been really amazing just to see the positive feedback. We have like a a survey that folks take at the end, and then it feeds back into a Slack channel, and like we measure, you know, like what developers thought of the course. And y'all know, like developers are an overly critical bunch, but yet we have still managed to maintain like a 9.5 out of 10 quality rating for all our Odyssey courses. So just major props to the team and our education manager, Raf, who built this from the ground up. It's been really awesome to both like be able to teach the world about GraphQL and also build a really high quality, incredible experience for developers. That sounds like a ton of work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work, but um, you know, we have a lot of fun doing it. We've been able to kind of expand the team. We have like an in-house video team now helping us with these videos and uh, a lot of like developer educators, uh, you know, building out the curriculum and engineers you know, building the courses. So we don't do it alone. We have an incredible team of folks helping us out. But um, yeah, I think developers really want high quality learning resources, right? Like it's not the same as it was before the pandemic. Like we used to be able to travel to conferences and take workshops in person, but like that's, you know, not happening anymore. We don't know when that's going to be able to happen again. So I think it was kind of perfect timing for us to like invest in a self-paced course that developers can kind of take on their, their own time and be able to to learn at their own pace and, and um, also like level up their skills in a short amount of time, right? Like all of the courses are like 30 to 45 minutes or less. So like a developer can just like complete that on their lunch break. We don't want to waste their time or make them, you know, invest like hours into building a graph. We want to like get them to their first query as quickly as possible and help them see the magic behind GraphQL. Sounds awesome. For sure. I, I wish that it existed back when I was learning GraphQL. 